Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive, or if you think like one, and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Metcalf, founder of X Quadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve extraordinary results. And no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. In today's episode, I speak with Stephanie Opital. Uh, Stephanie is a former executive at Orange who set up several years ago a new way to invest in startups and uh, and new tech companies. It's called One Rag Time. It's a platform-based venture capital fund. Uh, and she's really built an incredible community uh, and a tech platform with which to do a new kind of investing. So in this conversation with Stephanie, I dig into that leap that she made from the corporate world into the world of the entrepreneurial, the way that she was able to bring investors on board and investees on board at the same time, and the way that she's been able to create an ecosystem uh, and a very new model, uh, and the experience of her scaling that and building out uh, with new employees, new investors, and so forth. So this has been a really interesting conversation with with Stephanie um, around um, really the entrepreneurial journey and what it means to build a platform-based business. So sit back and enjoy this conversation with Stephanie Opital. Hello, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, I'm very good, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Delighted to be with you, and thanks for inviting me. No, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, so, Stephanie, I know you're somebody who's had a you know, really interesting um, career, starting, I think, in Orange. I'm sure you'll tell us more about that. And, and now you, you're the CEO of One Ragtime, which is a really interesting VC platform um, focused on tech startups. So, um, before we jump into your own story and and the impact that you've had, and, and perhaps some of your your, your tips for people um, in our role, do you want to just give me one or two minutes on, yeah, kind of who you are, what is One Ragtime, and what's, what's the story? How did you get there, right? How did you end up in this really interesting role, in this really interesting um, business? Well, I, um, I uh, ended up creating uh, my home company because I wanted to be free. Uh, so I've been uh, long-term employed in a large corporation. And at some point, I mean, um, I, uh, I was um, spending my life with uh, entrepreneurs. I was spending my life with uh, VCs. And I said, wow, it's cool. They, 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 they manage their own destiny. I love what I'm doing at Orange. I have a fantastic career path. I could be ending up in another large corporation. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I want to create my company, which is aligned with the value I have and with the impact I want to have. So this mm. is uh, how I decided to leave Orange to create one hack time and to become a VC entrepreneur because in the same time that we are investing in tech companies and we tend to invest at very early stage to follow the um, portfolio company for the, all the, the steps of their development, we are building uh, one hack time as a VC, as a platform, as a tech company, as a fintech 
Um, so we are applying exactly to ourselves what we are, we are what we are looking for uh, in our uh, project and uh, what we're looking for in all the, the portfolio company we're backing. Great. So we'll come on to one rag time. I think it sounds an interesting thing just to explore very, very quickly. Um, I'm really fascinated by this move, right, of going from a big corporate, you know, Orange is um, obviously, a, you know, a huge company. Um, and like, like me as well, right, I moved from Cisco, created my own, my own business, and you did the same. I mean, a lot of people who find that a very scary move, right? And even don't do it. They, they would like to create their own thing. They'd like to step out, become a founder. And yet they're, they've got the paycheck, they've got the, you know, the pension plan. Um, what was your experience of making that move? You know, how did you kind of make the leap? Well, I, I think you have to be very motivated and to understand that it will take time. So when I, I, uh, I left Orange, I mean, it was in tour, end of 2014, I have no clue that it will take me so long to, to develop it. So I, I was fortunate enough to, um, to have some money saved to be able to make it uh, happen and to wait. But um, I see many entrepreneurs who want to become, or many uh, corporate people, or um, who want to become entrepreneurs, but they are not patient and they are not resilient to make it happen because mm. often you success, the success is only after long hours of work and it takes time. So mm. this is my, uh, my uh, I would say, my discovery. It's so comfortable to be employed by a large corporation. Yes, at the end of the day, you could be fired. Yes, at the end of the day, you have some issues, but you're paid. And uh, if you uh, manage your employability uh, alongside your your life, you always find new job. Becoming an entrepreneur, it's wild. I mean, at, at, uh, you know, when I started the first day, I used to be surrounded by many people. I had support everywhere. And then I started, I said, okay, I'm alone. Okay, how, um, okay, I'm going to have my first uh, customer. How do, you, do I build a customers? Oh, yes, I, uh, I'm, but how do I charge him? I mean, what, what is the model? Yes. And how do I collect the money? You know, all those simple activities that you discovered where you're no more employed by the large corporation or small corporation that is already active. So that was a nice experience. I made it. And so this is why I think that today we are even more relevant for the entrepreneurs because I've with one right time as a, as an investor, hmm. I've lived the same journey that the journey that all entrepreneurs are living. So yeah. I know what it is to hire for the first time, uh, someone, I know what it is to uh, to have no for long hours. I mean, and repetitive mm. no for from your first customers because at the beginning, I mean, it's always hard to convince people. You have only the idea, and then you need to transform it into something that you can sell, uh, yeah. that is uh, feasible. So, and uh, um, developing a fund is maybe uh, even harder than building any type of companies because what we are selling is that you have the ability to find the right companies and but you have no money to invest in it. So you need to convince people that you have effectively the right company. Yeah. But then it's so competitive in the sector that how do you convince the entrepreneurs at the beginning where, when you're starting? Yeah. I mean, and uh, this journey has how, been, how did you, has, can I, Let me ask, how did, you, how did you do it? So that's key, right? Um, how, did you, how did you convince people when you kind of had nothing? What was your strategy? Well, I, 
Well, uh, first of all, I've been fortunate enough to have uh, my first investors uh, with whom I have uh, partnered um, uh, was, uh, is still uh, Jean-Marie Messier. He was, um, I mean, I met Jean-Marie when uh, we were um, at Orange. He was an uh, investment banker uh, in a project. And then he, we had a good connection together. And he told me, I mean, you have a project. Uh, you want to build your own company. Please come and explain me what you want to do. Uh, and then uh, I convinced him uh, to be my first investors in the first meeting. So I said, wow, it's super easy. No, it was not easy. I, I think he was visionary to, to believe in me at that, at that, at that moment. And then fin finally, we, we started together the business. And, but, um, uh, but then I had, it took me months, years, to convince the other investors that, yes, <laughs> I would be able to build a, a fund, to build something destructive, mm. uh, able to attract the best entrepreneurs and to back them. Mm. Uh, and the first entrepreneurs, I have to thank them for uh, accepting to be mm. backed by uh, us. I mean, I think that the the, uh, the bet was excellent for them. It was excellent for us as we have a wonderful success in our first investment. But the journey, I mean, it was as of uh, brave for uh, first entrepreneurs to say yes to us. Than yeah. us saying yes to them and uh, and uh, risking the first uh, money because it's super risky at the end of the day uh, in uh, in uh, um, I mean funding them and then we built the story and then we built and we attract the first talent the team mm. and uh, etc. So five years after six years after the start I mean I can say okay yeah we've done it we've done it we've done a little part of the journey I'm, 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 and so what what was it do you think that got those first investors so those first, yeah, the first investors, all the first customers, the first um, founders on board. What do you think you did that, that convinced them? Well, uh, this is what our entrepreneurs are doing with us. I mean, when you are an entrepreneur, you're always selling your company. At the beginning, you, at the beginning, you're selling your vision because you have nothing. So the vision, and the, and by the way, the vision I had on one rack time, this is exactly what we're executing today. If I look at uh, my first strategic uh, thinking about what I wanted to build at the, in 2014, this is exactly what we're building now. The only difference is that it took us more time to start. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sure that the success will be bigger than what I thought when I started. So, yeah. and uh, when, when you think about strategy, uh, by the way, uh, this is always the, the thing, is that you... Uh, you, you think that you will go faster, but at some point when you go faster, you, you go bigger than you thought at the beginning. So that, that's always uh, the, the, the case. And when I, um, clearly when I started, uh, um, really uh, for, the, for the first entrepreneurs, I pitched them. I explained them the vision, the fact that we will have a wonderful network, that we, we had experience, that my years at Orange gave me experience of what it works, not works, uh, that I, I was uh, someone that they could trust to become a board members, and that, yes, effectively, we will have some money to, to give them and to back them alongside. Mm -hmm. uh, and same for the investors. I mean, you explain them, okay, uh, I'm going to be... Um, uh, able to find you uh, the best companies. Yes, I have never done it that way. I, I did it uh, in a way when I was at Orange, uh, partnering with the best startup and tech companies but uh, and acquiring some of them. But it was a different story. But I'm, I'm sure that this is the same uh, uh, dynamics. And, uh, and then it comes to your uh, first uh, employees. 
Uh, and at the beginning, uh, and especially when you start, I mean, uh, you start alone and you have no money to pay your first employees. So how do you do it? I, uh, and I was fortunate enough to have a very young, talented people willing to join me. Uh, who joined me and that um, after five years are becoming a superstar, experienced uh, um, investors, salespeople, etc. But I started with my, uh, with a very young team that is growing. Mm -hmm. So it's all about talent. How do you take the talent and how do you convince people that you're going to make it? And this is the same story for every type of business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do you, so Stephanie, what, what did, what are your, what's your secret sauce in this? Okay, so what are your two or three key strengths that have really served you well as you built this business from nothing? Um, to be um, optimistic, <laughs> optimistic or to think that you're going to make it. If you're not convinced yourself, you mm. will listen to many people uh, that, um, that will explain that no you're not going to make it that yes it's impossible to succeed that maybe you should do something else so at the beginning you have to believe in yourself and to be well surrounded by your family your friends and have people around you that think that yes you're going to make it um so and in a sense you need to be optimistic or positive Mm. uh and to think uh you could say also in another word you need to be resilient i mean mm. because uh you 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 take a lot of no and at some point i mean uh, yes there's a yes and yeah. it's the start so um, resilience is key when you're an entrepreneur you have to be resilient and patient yeah. and you have also to be passionate about what you're doing because you're going to work long days doing uh, what you're doing if you want to succeed. And so if you don't like it, you're not going to be good. Uh, so when I see entrepreneurs with, who are developing a project because they think that they could be very uh, successful and then very wealthy uh, at the end, but yeah. that they don't like the project. I mean, for us, it's a reason not to invest. We want to have passionate founders and I'm passionate about what I'm doing yeah, because absolutely. it's about people. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not going to be passionate, you may as well stay in your corporate <laughs> job, right? <laughs> in a sense. Well, you, you have to be passionate in your corporate job. You but do. I, I agree. Day, my, my secret sauce is, is to think that you do well only what you like yeah. and that to be a performer, you need to be surrounded by people you like yeah. and that inspire you. So I've been inspired by many of my uh, uh Team members have been uh, inspired. I'm inspiring. Uh, I'm, I'm inspired every day by the people I meet, the entrepreneurs, the investors, mm. my godfather. Because uh, when uh, when uh, I'm godmother, because uh, when I started, I realized that I needed also to be well surrounded by people able to advise me. Yeah. So we have a bunch of super senior. Uh, uh, first shareholders and and um, and uh, godfather mother of one half time, so it helps a lot. Um, so it's it's all at the end of the day, it's all, all about passion, connection, and resilience. Hello, it's Richard here with a quick interlude. These conversations are all about upgrading how you think about creating impact. So here's a resource to help you do just that, whilst staying fast and focused. The CEO's checklist for challenging times is a quick way to enhance your thinking and detect blind spots, even when things are moving incredibly fast and you're not sure what's going to happen next. You can get this powerful checklist of 17 world-class strategies by heading to xquadrant.com forward slash go forward slash challenging times checklist with a hyphen 
between each of those three last words. Now, back to the conversation. Yeah, I love it. I think um, when you talked about in, being inspired by people, I, I, I think it's really important. I often say to people, you know, don't don't just get get people around you that you can inspire. Get people around you that you that inspire you, right? You know, have people on your team who inspire you. Have clients that inspire you. It's it's so important. And um, your resilience point, you know, that you're going to get a lot of no's. I mean, what I like to say again is that yes lives in the land of no. It's, um, a mentor of mine who taught me this um and you know that if i tell you that i had you know no no's last year well you probably guess i didn't have many yeses you know you have to get you have to collect the no's in fact if you mm. want to be successful if you want to build something you have to collect the no's because you know the yeses come with the no's if you're not getting you know <laughs> So I would like to try to hack people's thinking and say, enjoy the no's. You know, a no is a sign that you're probably taking a risk, you're being bold, you're moving forward. We agree. And you have to be, uh, um, to take the no with a positive feeling. Exactly. Because it's, it's a no, is not a no on you. It's a no on what you're doing at some point, but you're going to improve to convince the people that, yes, it was a no yesterday, but tomorrow it could be a yes. And uh, also one of the secret sauce when you, you, you become uh, your own boss and you are an entrepreneur uh, is to manage cautiously your timing and cash. Mm. And this is where, I mean, um, you see at the beginning, I mean, I had no consciousness coming from a large corporation of the importance of cash. Cash is king. So do I have enough money to pay the salary at the end of the month? Yeah. Uh, um, is it um, possible to collect back the money that the customers are owning are uh, uh, should be paying to us? Um, and uh, this is also the, the discovery I made uh, becoming my own boss and CEO of my own company. If you want to be free, you need to have cash. And uh, so often entrepreneurs forget it or think that they will always find people able, able to back them and to pay for them even if there's no model. So at the end of the day, it's the cash and it's the first customers. Do, I, uh, do my business is able to convince the first customers willing to back mm. us and to pay mm. for what we're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about... Um, back to perhaps one ragtime and and this um, this ecosystem that you're really building mm -hmm. because as i understand it you might want to say a little bit more right it's a different model from a lot of investment models that you've built you're building really a community and a platform uh, and, a, and a whole ecosystem that's supporting each other can you just say a bit more about that and how, how it works but also <laughs> also kind of how you got that going right because it's quite hard to build an ecosystem um you know it's easier to get one client and then get another client and then get another client so tell me a bit um, about that story yeah i mean the the when you look at all the success in the in the tech it's always uh, relying on two or three things which are uh, ability to have a platform to be efficient and uh, people recommending you a network mm -hmm. a community so when I uh, started One Right Time, I look at uh, what was, um, uh, I mean, successful in terms of uh, business, new business. And I say, okay, if we want to be successful as a fund, why not applying to ourselves what we will be uh, looking for in our tech companies? That is to say, a scalable model 
disrupting an existing market and able to become uh, self-developed thanks to uh, uh, the word of mouth, thanks to a network effect. Mm. And that was at the heart of the, the, and still at the heart of the thinking of One Rack Times is the more we, we develop, the more we need to be developing this network effect. And the fact that uh, our team, it's a team of today uh, 20, uh, 25 people, should be extended by all our partners, that they be our investors investing in tech companies, that they be the tech um, entrepreneurs that we are backing, or our partners. Because at the end of the day, if we, we uh, efficiently leverage this collective intelligence, collectively, we will be stronger and we will have a real, really scalable model because at the end of the day, what is not scalable is my 24 hours a day um, and the 24 yeah. hours a day of my uh, uh, team members. Yeah. Uh, so this is what we're doing, uh, uh, platformizing everything. So whenever we do something, we think how it could be uh, digitalized how it could be processed, how it could be automatized so that the team be spending time on what matters, creating a relationship with people, creating a value by thinking, not uh, doing administrative stuff or, uh, or doing something that could not be digitalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, one of the things I often start working with my clients on is... Um, you know, is really looking at their diaries and saying, what is, I call it OPEX versus CAPEX, you know, yeah. wh- um, what are the things which I'm just doing to keep things going? Um, the manual, the repetitive things, the regular updates, all that stuff. That's just, that's not, that's not moving you forward. It's just staying, keeping you where you are. And then how much time are you investing in the key strategic things that move you forward, the key projects, the upgrading what you're doing? And for me, the difference between people who kind of go incrementally and those who go exponentially is the amount of time that they focus on the, those investment projects, the projects to move the organization forward. And, uh, Fully agree. Yeah, and that exactly, sounds like exactly what you've got as a culture in the business yeah. is that culture of, you know, really relentlessly automating and standardizing so that you can focus mm-hmm. on the next, the next thing yeah. to build and, and relationships, and- right, which are key. Fully agree. And, uh, and on that, we've been investing since day one on the, 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 the team developing the product, the data, the tech behind one rack time. So at the beginning, it was more marketing, you know, and say, oh, we digitalize everything. But now it starts to be very efficient. Mm. But we've been investing since day one, really in that field. And I could have, uh, I mean, concentrated on the finding the first project and helping them and funding the first investors. Mm. Um, without looking at the tech, without looking at the product. And um, I had in my uh, brain those two sides. In the one hand, we are uh, looking for the investors and looking for the, the great project to, to back yeah? and uh, taking to, to account that we're investing at very early stage. So whenever we invest, normally the company are a team of two, three founders and they, they, they are just starting. Mm. But today, after five years of in, uh, Five years of one right time and uh, four years of investment. We have, uh, I mean, uh, we've been uh, supportive to more than 30 companies and we've been creating more than 1,000 jobs. Mm. And uh, when we look at our portfolio company, we have many uh, companies that are two-digit million uh, euro revenues companies when uh, we, we invested at zero Mm. and um, and, uh, and profitable also. So they they are also free. 
Um, so in the one hand, we, we, we're doing that. And the other hand, uh, one part of my uh, brain is focusing on the making sure that I have the right um, team to develop what will uh, help us to become much more uh, successful, much more global, much more scalable in the way we operate. Mm. And, and, and what's, what's that development look like? What, what kind of things do you find you need to focus on? Well, we, we think hard about the user experience and how uh, we could uh, make sure that all investors can easily access to the investment opportunities. So the, the way it works at One Time is that um, we're investing in, in uh, software companies um, focusing in three sectors, creator economy and communication services, social networks, fintech, insurtech, and uh, we love what is related with uh, artificial intelligence. So this is what we're looking for. So we were looking for those companies, the founders who are building the new uh, UI path of the world, the new, uh, I, I hope, uh, Facebook, Google of the world. I mean, we are ambitious and we, uh, we think that uh, some of our company could really become uh, um, leaders in the sectors. Uh, and in the one hand, uh, we, uh, to do that, we are, we are um, collecting uh, the money for, from all investors, and we are gathering this, uh, those uh, corporate family offices, successful entrepreneurs or corporate people who want to give back or to invest in, uh, in those small startups, thinking that uh, at least uh, they will uh, help the creation of a nice ecosystem in Europe in the tech, but maybe they will be uh, successful and then uh, they, they will gi uh, uh, give back a uh, lot of money to the mm to the to the investors and we offer the opportunity for investors to select if they invest project per project or if they invest in the fund which is backing all the project for 18 months mm. and this is where what is unique is that normally you want to invest in tech companies either you find them, them yourself as a business angel either you invest in a fund and we're combining the the two model fund and club deal together mm. in one platform so it means also that for investors they can do everything online even if you, you want to invest with us, uh, Richard, you could go online, mm -hmm. um, uh, download the application, uh, registered, you'll be, uh, you'll be validated as a, uh, and then uh, you will access to the uh, investment opportunity that we have at the moment. Mm -hmm. And you will uh, maybe choose to invest in the fund, absolutely, or to invest in the, in the company we're backing at the moment and for which we are raising uh, money. And for the entrepreneurs, they have the benefits of having a fund uh, able to help them uh, from a seed to Series B, I mean, uh, to hold there, and uh, we hope to bring them also at some point some gross capital. Uh, but also, uh, they will leverage this community of investors where we have uh, successful entrepreneurs, uh, uh, CEOs of large companies uh, that, uh, on top of uh, investing, wants to give back and wants to spend time and to help those younger entrepreneurs. I mean, uh, you don't need to be young to be an entrepreneur, but uh, we, um, we have uh, always some uh, uh, first-time entrepreneurs, I would say. I mean, uh, some of them. And this is how we built the, uh, the magic of um, the, um, um, the, the network effect, uh, where uh, mm. together we are, we're stronger and uh, we, we bring that. And everything is done online, so which means also that for us, we have um, uh, very limited uh, time to spend on the administrative stuff as we automatize everything. Mm. 
Yeah. And last but not least, and this is the new challenge for the coming years, uh, we are trying to um, also leverage data algorithms to be able to find and identify the company at very early stage, the most promising them. So we're building mm -hmm. what we call the deep dive, which is our uh, augmented intelligence for uh, investments. Uh, and we're investing a lot in that. Perfect. That's really interesting. That makes perhaps me on to the um, our next little section here, which is uh, thinking about the future, Stephanie. Because you know, clearly, you know, you've talked about you know the corporate role um, going into this company, you know, this zero business, this new business you built up, uh, having to get that going on both sides, the investors and 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 the um, the founders, the, the 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 firms you're investing in, and now this you know this whole technology driven. Uh, community platform that you've you've built, so it's fantastic. Um, where do you go from here, right, as a leader? Um, because we normally focus, you know, we normally do what we had to do last year to make us successful. So I'm wondering, what are you going to need to do differently from where you currently are to be mm -hmm. even more successful in the future? To do your next thing, right? To take your own leadership to a new level. What's going to be the What's going to be the growth for you as a leader? Um, as a leader, to be um, uh, able to, uh, I mean, when you're founder of a company, uh, at the beginning, you're on everything. Hmm. Because you start, you're alone, then you're two people, three, four, five. And today we're 25 with extended partners. So at some point, um, I, I know that to uh, grow up and to develop my leadership and to be more successful, I need to scale my leadership. And to scale my leadership, I need to make sure that I have, I'm surrounded, which is the case by talented people who are going to be better than, than what I'm doing in, in doing the stuff I used to do at the beginning. Mm. And so I have to let it, you know, to be less closer. And uh, especially when you do investment, uh, so it's, it, there's a responsibility which is quite important because you you take money from people to uh, help them to invest in company where you think that uh, the company will be so successful that you will give back a lot of money to the investors. Hmm. So the responsibility is huge because you could lose the money. Yeah. Uh, and um, believe me, this is not uh, something you want to do. No. Um, so, so it means that at the beginning when you invest, you want yourself to check everything hmm. <laughs> because yeah. you, you only believe in yourself to find the right uh, entrepreneurs. So scaling that leadership and scaling that ability to train and to have a team, which is better than what I think I am to select mm -hmm. the entrepreneurs and then to follow them is, is uh, the next challenge. And this is why uh, sometimes uh, VC funds have been built into partnership. So you have two partners building a fund, three partners. Mm -hmm. And uh, as for us, we have organized one time as an investment company as a fintech as a platform so it means that we will need to find the adequate components between the team the talents and the tech and the externalities of one rack time like the community of investors entrepreneurs to really leverage that collective intelligence to one step where i don't have to follow everything so that's that is uh, the most um, you know um, uh, and for that, you need to align uh, a lot into your mission statements, your vision, but also your values. And, uh, and so we have values at one right time, 
that we try to, uh, to um, live every day and to make sure that whenever we're investing in a company, whenever we're accepting uh, a new investors in the community or whenever we are hiring a new team members, we share the same values and we align on the values. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the impact multipliers is around releasing commitment. And I often say that, you know, you need to, um, you have to be committed to the, to the mission, um, to the, to you as the leader, to the team that you're in and to the task that you're doing. And there's all these different levels of commitment, but if you, if you're not committed to the overall mission, the overall why we're here, then I think nothing really ever works. So yes. I think you're right by locking in on, on the purpose and purpose is normally about service right people don't get excited about maximizing shareholder value you know in of itself they don't get out of bed for that they get out of bed because they want to help people in some way and make other people's mm-hmm. lives better right or change customers help work with founders whatever it is and to kind of lock into that as a as a underlying driver is powerful Fully agree. And uh, our vision uh, at One Time is to say we, we empower people. We empower entrepreneurs to be uh, successful and to build their dream. We empower investors to take part of this uh, phenomenal uh, hmm. uh, movement that is uh, uh, around the, the tech and the entrepreneurship. Hmm. Uh, we are empowering our uh, team members to grow up and to, to, to become uh, uh, I mean, uh, to to develop themselves into a company where they they have to uh, to spot the best people, so that is also this level of uh, excellence. We uh, we want to to have this professional excellence that yeah. is in our DNA uh, and collectively. Yeah, beautiful. Well, Stephanie, it's been a super interesting conversation. Thank you for sharing a bit about the inner workings of of the business and of your journey. Uh, If people want to find out a bit more about you or about One Ragtime, where should they go? Um, On our website, uh, oneragtime.com and send me an email also at stephanie at oneragtime.com. Very easy. Perfectly. Great. I'll put those into the show notes uh, so people can access those as well on the website. Um, well, thank you once again, Stephanie. It's been uh, fantastic to speak. And to say, if anybody's interested, in, you know, if, if you've any good founders out there with exciting ideas, I think Stephanie's the person to be in touch with. Or anyone who wants to invest in these kind of companies, check out One Ragtime. It's a really innovative platform. Thank you. Okay, Stephanie. Many thanks. We welcome you. <laughs> Goodbye now. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching, and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.